Hi friends. Thank you so much for joining me again tonight. Um it is night Nidiani and I'm so happy to be presenting something from the Lord again. Um it's been a while since I recorded and I keep saying that uh, it's been a while, it's been a while and truly it's been a while since I recorded. Um a lot uh, gets in the way. And I hope that the Lord has kept you because the Lord has kept me also. And really, I've seen the hand of the Lord in my life. Um, sometimes I just, I just muse at, you know, the things that the Lord has done for me. Um, I'm not yet where I want to be, even spiritually. I'm not where I want to be um, in other areas of my life, financially, um, in terms of family and all that. But... I've seen the grace of God. When I, when I speak about having seen the grace of God, this I think there's even more reason for me to believe that God exists and that he answers prayers than even before. I have seen even God transform the lives of my friends. I remember when we were in college, I was in the capital city, Nairobi, the other day, and I was I went around visiting my friends, and I can see that the Lord is really gracious because even my friend, my circle of friends is really growing. Um, like that, that whole, that holistic growth where you, you find that your friends are getting married, your friends are getting new jobs, your friend has, friends are, you know, buying cars, buying plots and all that. And it's really amazing what the Lord can do in such a short time. And... Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, the, the audience of this podcast is is growing, and I I, th- I think the slack is really on my part because it 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 grows. Uh, like right now, there are about uh, I think eleven dedicated listeners who, who come back again and again, and uh, so far we have six hundred and forty listens in all the podcasts that I've put out, and it's amazing the growth that. Um, this podcast has, has had sometimes I just sometimes the fire really burns in me to record a podcast and I keep putting it off, keep putting it off. But the thought will not really leave my mind that I should need, I need to put out a podcast. I need to put out a podcast, and that that reminds me of the fire that um, uh, uh, Jeremiah was speaking about. That even when he had um, he had resolved in his mind not to speak about. Uh, the Lord, the, the prophecies that the Lord was giving him, yet there was that fire that burned in his marrows. And Jeremiah was one prophet that went through so much, like he went through physical suffering because his message was very unpopular in the times that he was living. And so he was kind of going against the grain in every way. And so he faced very steep opposition. And at one point he's complaining, I think uh, Jeremiah chapter 8 is complaining to the Lord that you know, he was just ready to quit. But that fire in his heart, that fire that burned in his bones could not let him. So tonight I want us to talk about the spirit that was in Joseph, the spirit that was in Daniel. These two men, there's something that um, is spoken about them. And I just want us to read something. But before we read something, then let's pray. Jehovah Father in heaven, we thank you for this evening. Whatever my listener is, whether it's morning, whether it's afternoon, whether it's night, thank you, Jehovah God, for them. When they will be tuning in to this episode, may it be a blessing and may it teach them something. May it change our lives and may we, Jehovah Lord, be transformed by your word so that we may wait for your second return 
and keep faithful and keep the fire burning until the end for this my prayer in jesus name so thank you guys so much for being here i remember my friend i i hope she will be listening uh, she's called stacy she once did um a podcast here she's now she now resides in in poland and i hope that you know she, the lord has kept her safe and uh, she'll be tuning in and even giving up um a third episode so stacy if you're listening then you know wherever you're listening please prepare for another episode so but um i just want to read the, a passage from the book of uh, genesis chapter 38 uh no not chapter 38 but but chapter 41 verse 38 and it says something about joseph so the background of this story is that um joseph has just been recalled from prison so he interpreted the dream of the baker and the dream of the cupbearer and the 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 cupbearer was restored to his position but the baker was was um was killed and so when pharaoh now has another dream where he's dreaming about you know he's is on the river on the banks of the river nile and he's seeing you know um he's seeing seven lean cattle and see, uh, and uh, seven fat cattle and then as he's beholding this scene the seven lean cattle suddenly swallows the seven um fat cattle fat cows and then another version of that dream he says that he was seeing seven leaves of wheat and which were very ripe and very um good looking and then there were some seven leaves of wheat that were not so good looking and very uh disheveled and all that and so joseph joseph has just interpreted the meaning of this, this dream and just advised pharaoh that you know what there's seven years of of plenty that are going to come upon egypt where egypt is going to harvest in abundance and then after these seven years there's going to be um a drought and famine such that there will be no food all over egypt and so he advises the king that do what do this in the seven years of plenty store store food you know store food for the seven years of um of 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 hunger and famine and this story even reminds us of you know the 12 foolish virgins because the lesson in this two um in the, in these two scenarios is very similar you remember that the seven there were seven foolish virgins and then there were seven uh, wise virgins and the gist of that story of virg- of virgins is you know storing the word of god storing the spirit of god uh for the times of trouble for the times of darkness and so prophecy after prophecy has been told about you know the coming times of trouble and the coming um famine for the word of god i think it's in the book of isaiah which says that there's there's coming a time when the sons of men will run to and fro looking for the knowledge of god but at that time it will be scarce it's either in isaiah or hosea or malachi i have forgotten but there's going to be a hunger for the word of god there's going to be a famine for the word of god and so this what also uh joseph is seeing but now in the literal sense and so uh after all this it says in verse 37 that this proposal i'm meaning the proposal of uh joseph to uh to pharaoh to harvest to store grain in the times of plenty so that egypt the the residents of egypt might have food in the times of leanness and it says that this proposal pleased pharaoh 
and all his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, now this is the gist of our word. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man in whom the spirit of God abides? I repeat, so Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man in whom the spirit of God abides? Then Pharaoh said to, to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one discerning and wise as you. Now the same thing is told about Daniel. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you an assignment to go and read the story of Daniel, especially I think in chapter 5, when you know Belshazzar has just seen a hand on the wall and so he's perplexed and he's very scared and they are stand pale. But the queen mother, meaning the the mother of the king, the mother of King of um, King Belshazzar, um, you know, remembers that there's a man in the kingdom by the name of David and the uh, man of uh, Daniel. I mean, and what he says about Daniel is that he tells his son that there's a man in this kingdom who used to counsel your father, and the spirit of the gods resides in him. So. These are very unique. Um, these are very unique descriptions. They are very unique characters. You find that um, of 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 Joseph, it is said that there can we find anyone like this man in whom the spirit of God abides? And so this is often also the same question that I ask myself: that what does it mean to have the excellent spirit of God in you? You know, uh, in Job chapter thirty-two, verse eight, uh, Job says. But there's a spirit in man, the breath of the Almighty, that gives him understanding. That is now, I think it was Elihu, Elihu who was saying that but, this, that, but there is a spirit in man, the breath of the Almighty, that gives him understanding. And then, um, yeah, just, just to, to, to repeat what I said about uh, the book of Daniel. It says in the book of Daniel, chapter 4, verse 8, that, but at last into my presence, now this is Belshazzar, you know, uh, this is Belshazzar now, um, you know, recounting. It says that, but at last into my presence came Daniel, whose name is Belshazzar, after the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And I told him the dream. O Belshazzar, that's verse 9, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you and that no mystery buff baffles you. So explain to me the visions I saw in my dream and their interpretation. Now this is uh, Nebuchadnezzar uh, saying, and in Daniel chapter 5 verse 11, now the queen mother is saying, there is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the days of your father, he was found to have insight, intelligence, and wisdom like that of the gods. Your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners, your own father, the king. And then, um, you know, Belteshazzar now, when he's, he's querying Daniel, he says that I have heard that the spirit of the gods is in you and that you have insight, intelligence, and extraordinary wisdom. So I just want us to note what Belshazzar is talking about and when he's referring to Daniel, that I have heard that the spirit of the gods is in you and that you have insight, one, and then you have intelligence and extraordinary wisdom. So when I was thinking about this verse, especially uh, Genesis chapter 41, verses, verses 8, I was just thinking about, you know, the having the spirit of God in us, having the excellent spirit of God in us. You know, when you look at the, 
the story of Daniel, when you look at the story of Joseph, if you're a Christian, if you're a young man, if you're a young woman, you should be inspired by these people because these were people who who stood up for God in foreign lands. You know, Daniel stood up for God. Daniel and his friends stood up for God in foreign lands where idol worship and the worship of humanity and the worship of strange gods and strange things and strange beings was the norm. You know, remember when they get to to uh, Babylon, you know, they are selected among the people that are going to be trained. And so the chief, the chief, um, the chief of staff, let's say like the chief of staff of Nebuchadnezzar, he was called, I think, Ariok. Um, you know, he selects these young men and then he places them on a special diet. Uh, this diet was, they were to be fed from the king's table. But Daniel and his friends knew that the food that was offered uh, before the king, the food that was prepared for the king was also the same food that was offered for idols. And so they knew that this food was not uh, right for consumption according to the laws of the Jews and according to the to the commandments of God. And so they refused flatly to partake of the things that which were coming from, you know, to participate in the cultures and the traditions of of, of Babylon. And so they defy the king and they defy his directives, even to the point of the three friends, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, being thrown into the fiery furnace. And they come out alive. And these are men who stood up for God in major ways. They stood up for God in major ways. And when you also look at the life of Joseph, you know, Joseph is an, I was such an extraordinary young man. And is an example, I think, very, very few people could managed to do what David, what, what Joseph did. You know, he, the, the, the story, for example, with Potiphar's wife, uh, I think was just extraordinary, in, especially for this generation of ours that is full of adultery and fornication and, uh, you know, all, all kinds of licentiousness. You know, it is difficult for us. It would be, have been very difficult for us to escape such a sin because sexual sin sexual sin has tentacles where it it is attractive and then when it once it gets you and it it um, wraps its tentacles around you you know it it holds onto you on onto you tight and so paul says that flee sexual temptation like literally flee sexual temptation and so this is the same thing that joseph did that Dave, uh, joseph actually flew uh, the temptations from Potiphar's wife, and this even landed him in trouble. But what I want us to to realize is that these things did not come to these young men automatically. They were not born with the spirit of God. These are the, they, they were not just born um, having obedience. Probably it could be that the the background of their raising, they were raised in godly families that may, um, and it is true for Joseph especially, because you find that Jacob was a God-fearing person. Jacob was a God-fearing person, and after the night at, at Bethel, he makes a complete U-turn, and now he becomes somebody, totally somebody else. He gets a new name, he's now called Israel, and he tries to steer his family in the right way. But when you look at the, his life, and, um, you know, when you look at the life that Jacob uh, lived, um, it, it was it was it was like a graph. It was like up and down and up, up and down up, up and down. But the visible pattern of Jacob's life 
is that he was always always striving upwards there's a song that says that i'm always striving upwards i'm marching always upwards and he imparted these lessons to his son joseph joseph was the favorite son of the father and he makes for him as this special tunic and his brothers the the 11 brothers get jealous of him and they try to kill him but reuben comes and um def- and 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 defends him and says instead of killing uh, joseph let's sell him to the ishmaelites and you know if you remember the story of the ishmaelites and the origin of the ishmaelites that abraham actually had a son called ishmael and so this david uh, joseph is actually sold to to his cousins the ishmaelites and the ishmaelites on the other hand sells him to to egypt and he lands in the house of potiphar like i think i think this is also a lesson that god sometimes th- takes us through some very very meandering paths and we not we do not get the full visibility of where the lord wants to take us and i think we often give up too early in the journey or we have very little faith in the lord and so but in the case of joseph 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 had had Joseph knew that he was going to be great. Remember he was having he was having visions and so these visions are, were actually the source of the jealousy of his brothers. And so Joseph always knew that he was going to be a great man. He knew that um there was a coming to be a time there was coming to be a time when his brothers were going to serve him. He did not know how it would end. He did not know how things would end. And I think when he was being sold as a slave he was like oh my god now i think i think i think he was thinking that his dreams were now over that everything was up in smoke you know that he was not going to be a great man anymore and you can remember you can even think about the time when now he's in prison because remember that after just after he had, he had interpreted the dreams of the baker and the and the cupbearer it took another two it took him another two years before he got out of prison so two years in prison and maybe is there wondering like whatever happened to the cupbearer and whatever happened to the baker you know because they had promised him that they would speak to the king for on his behalf but even this young man even this this man you know forgot about joseph and so he continued continued to rot in prison the lesson that i'm trying to to impart on her, on us is just trusting trusting in the lord even when the signs are not there when the signs are not there and maintaining our faith i don't think that joseph was in a position to say i i, I what i mean is that joseph was not trusting in the lord because the lord had promised him something i think when he's in prison he continues praising god and he continues believing in god because this this was somebody who was so grounded in the lord he was so grounded in the lord and he was so trusting and he was so faithful in the little things that he was doing that even the 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 the, the person in charge of the jail the, the chief jailer put him in charge of you know of, of other of of other convicts and when 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 pharaoh is saying of joseph that there's no man like this man like i know that for sure that the spirit of the gods are in joseph it means that even pharaoh noticed that there was something different about this young man and i think that's what happens when 
when you have the spirit of god in you i remember when for example i was in high school or when i was in in the university and there were some young men that you could you could just see that these people are not ordinary like that the lord was working in their lives and the way that they trusted in the lord they they were not ordinary young men you know they were not ordinary young men they had the spirit of god in them and recently when when i meet some of them you know they still trust in the lord and these people are still st- strong in the lord and when you look at this tr- the 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 pro- trajectory of their life it is completely 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 different the lord has blessed them in ways that you cannot imagine not not really materially that now they are they are driving lamborghinis and all but when you look at them that the way they have held on with the lord you can see that this this young man their their lives are not perfect their faith is not perfect but you can see that they have a dedicated work with the lord and that's something that i think that each one of us should desire that what is what can we learn from you know the spirit that was in daniel the spirit that was in, that was in joseph you know inviting god into our lives inviting god to take charge of our lives when i think about that statement that you know um that 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 joseph that that uh, um potiphar says or not 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 potiphar but uh, pharaoh says that can we find anyone like this man in whom the spirit of god abides and that's a question that i think is very interesting even in these times that even when you are looking among your circle of friends when you are looking among the people in church for instance um can you find a man can you find a woman can you find a young lady can you find a young man in whom the spirit of god truly dwells can this thing be said of you that here is fred that here is kevin here is samantha here is um uh you know just anyone inside your name insert your name there and then uh say that can we find fred can we find a man such as fred in whom the spirit of god abides there's something that there's something interesting that um uh i think it's it said in, in the book of proverbs that you know that that a faithful person is really hard to find that the lord the lord looks at the earth and his eyes go back and forth to find a man who is faithful to find a man who is listening to his voice to find a man who is still who still regards the laws of god and it is not difficult it is not hard a hard thing because there are such men but can we say the same of ourselves that he is a man he is a woman in whom the spirit of god's god abides and when the spirit of god abides in you the this the fruits are going to be apparent and um galatians chapter 5 talks about you know the works of the spirit the works of the righteous person that when the spirit of god abide uh, the spirit of god abides in you when you're a new creature in christ then the the, the fruits can be visible they, they can be seen right you are a, you are a peaceful person you become a peaceful person you become compassionate you become um loving especially love at this point 
at this time in the world that the world really needs more love. People need more love and less condemnation. You know, when the spirit of God abides abides in you, even the way that you do your things, even the way that you carry out your tasks at work, you know, your boss will just see that this man, there's something extraordinary about Chris. There's something extraordinary about Grace. There's something extraordinary about David. There's something extraordinary about John. The way that you carry out your tasks, the way that you are faithful in the little things, you know, it can be visible, it can be seen that the Spirit of God abides in you. And David, uh, Joseph did not perform miracles, actually. David, Joseph did not perform miracles in prison or in Potiphar's house. This man was faithful to the dot. He carried out the tasks to the dot. Remember that this is, this is a slave you know, for you to rise from the position of a slave to the position of a prime minister, it is really extraordinary. And it is very rare to find such men. And that's why, you know, even uh, Pharaoh was amazed by by the wisdom that was that was in Joseph. And he, he ex- exclaims that, can we find anyone like this man in whom the spirit of God abides? You know, Job chapter 28 verse 28 talks about wisdom and when job is talking about wisdom you know in the whole of chapter 28 um job really this this dissects what wisdom is and when he finishes that that narration that oration says that now the wisdom but wisdom now what is wisdom wisdom is wisdom is you know keeping god's commandments essentially he's saying that wisdom is keeping God's commandments, abiding by God's laws. You know, wisdom is keeping ourselves from committing sin, from evil. You know, and there's there's so much wickedness, brethren. There's so much temptation. There's so much wickedness. Sometimes when I when I when I walk around, when I'm watching TV, when I'm just strolling about, when I'm in public transport, when I'm the I'm back in the city. It is really a challenge being a young man <laughs> um, these days. It's really a challenge because everywhere you look, it is short skirts and skimpily dressed women. And when you look at your TV screen, it is movies about murder, horrors movie, horror movies which glorify the devil. And, you know, the world is just torn. I was with a friend of mine last week and we were just, you know, um, talking about how the world has gone crazy, and um, I remember I was I listened to the speech of the current prime minister of Italy, and this woman was basically saying that you know even even the prime minister of Italy is is kind of flabbergasted by what is going on in the world where uh, we have normalized the fact that we can just say that you know what. Two men can be parents, uh, can be can raise a child, you know, as a gay couple, and they can even have a child through surrogacy or whatever, and raise that child as a couple. Two women can do the same, and so we have essentially said that you know what, gender is fluid, and there's no meaning to being female, and there's no meaning to being male, and. A lot of things are just going wrong, and when you, when you look at humanity and you you just look at what 
what is going on out there you wonder where it all stops you know you wonder where it all stops and i i i just hope that we maintain our faith i hope that um you know when somebody is looking for a faithful man you know it can be said of us that can we find a man such as this in whom the spirit of god abides i hope that we may be like in the time, times of elijah where there were 7000 who had not bowed down to baal who had not bended the knee to baal and i i usually hope and pray so much that i may remain faithful through the night that i may not be among the foolish virgins and the times of the time of leanness is coming and i think it, it's even upon us where the word of god is despised and the word of god is ridiculed and the word of god is trodden underfoot and more and more people are turning to disbelief and unbelief and atheism and agnosticism and the time of the midnight i think is very drawing to a close and i i pray that our faith we may keep our faith and that we may be faithful in the whatever that we do and that it might still be counted of us that we are the remaining few in whom the spirit of god abides and i have friends have seen the hand of god in my life sometimes i even wonder how i go through life sometimes the, with the recession now upon us i don't know how we are going to manage it but there's that confidence that you have in the lord that the lord will will always take care of your needs you know when you remember this the the story of the israelites in egypt during the the plagues you know everywhere in egypt there was there would be darkness there would be gnats there would be you know um thunderstorms there would be frogs there would be the death even of firstborns there would be disease and all that boils and all that but in the region where the children of israel um were living life went on as normal because of the protection of god and one thing that i can really count on in these times is is the protection of god we cannot count on on the money in our bank account however much it is we cannot count on anything because the moment that you find yourself bragging about the money in your bank account that's the time that you are diagnosed with cancer you know in stage 3 or 4 or whatever and then your money can't save you you know the moment you're bragging about your accomplishments in life your educational accomplishments your everything that you're so proud of life really strikes you and humbles you and i think that the, our only refuge is the lord that our only refuge is obedience of god's laws you know and i hope that we may abide i hope i hope that and i pray that we may stand you know that we may stand and stand really well you know paul says i think to the corinthians that watch therefore how you stand you know because you might think that you are standing um but in real sense you are falling and so i pray that the lord who has entrusted us this ministry that the lord who has given us this faith will be faithful to us to see it to the end and may god bless you and um may god watch over you may god provide for you may god really 
come out for you in major, major ways. And until the next episode, uh, thank you for listening and bye-bye.